Hi, and welcome to the Free to Be Authentic podcast. I am Durga Magneta. I am an intuitive coach, an empathic healer, a teacher, and an author. And for over 20 years, I've been helping people just like you find more peace, tranquility, and empowerment. So take a nice deep breath, grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. So this week's episode is on how energy work works. I wanted to give you all a better understanding of it because it's so amazing and not a lot of people realize that there's more to our health than just the physical body and the the things that seem to happen by chance is that there's different layers to a human being. And we would go, when we go deeper, the unresolved hurt of the past can actually stop us from being healthy emotionally as well as physically. I'm going to explain how I came to understand this and a little bit about the science behind it. And then I'll guide you through a meditation so that you can do your own cellular level healing. Last week's topic was understanding the 1111. I thank you all for the amazing positive feedback I've gotten. I'm so glad that you enjoyed the podcast. So let's get started into the backstory on this. Well, I had been doing energy work and clearings almost as long as I had done intuitive readings. It was only within the past seven years that I discovered the impact on unresolved emotional trauma and my health. I was experiencing chronic panic attacks, a lot of depression, uh, chronic urinary tract infections, chronic pelvic pain, and uh, problems, other types of hormonal problems. And with the bladder infections, I kept going to the doctor and they kept putting me on antibiotics, which you know isn't good, and they were making me sick. And that finally got to the point where they said, we need to refer you to a specialist. And it was a time where I didn't have health insurance and it wasn't an option. So I was devastated feeling like I was stuck in these terrible chronic bladder infections that I couldn't control. So I went home from the doctor's office and I sat down and I really felt the strong pull of spirit to do this. And I heard the voice of my own soul say, go inside. And when I sat down, the pain of the unresolved trauma that I had experienced early in my life was forming this pain that was calling me to it. And when I focused in on it and I meditated on it, and I allowed it to relax and express itself, I could see pictures, images, mostly feelings of just being feeling ter- absolutely terrorized, just terror and not understanding what was happening. And I actually felt, I, I relived the experience very, very quickly. It moved through me and I just, I saw it, I felt it, I heard it. And when it did that, the pain actually went from almost a level 10 pain in the bladder to to like a two or nothing. So that was an amazing correlation between what hadn't been resolved within me and the, the infections that I was experiencing. Over the next few weeks, I was called to examine other pains, such as the carpal tunnel in the right hand. I had gotten the symptoms of my carpal tunnel down from a 10 to more of a two using the same technique. Apparently, trauma can be stored anywhere in the body. When we treat our pains and our illnesses with Western medicine, they're going to go through the body. So their Western medicine heals from the outside in and for the most part just will concentrate on managing your symptoms. It's rare that they actually cure something. 
it, there is a use for it and I wouldn't be here today without it. So I'm not poo-pooing it, so to speak, but you need to know what you're dealing with and what the best options are for you. Eastern medicine focuses on healing because it recognizes there's more to a person than the physical body. You have your emotional and mental bodies, which do carry disease. And that's more where the disease starts from the inside on the emotional mental levels. And then it works its way to the physical. The example I like to use is one that I think will be very easy to understand. And it's the show Hoarders. I'm sure you've at least caught one episode. I was actually really into it for a while because the, um, it fascinated me. <laughs> But if you look at the, the mentality and the stuckness of the people who are hoarding, most of them have terrible, been through terrible things and they have a lot of unresolved trauma. And then that's manifesting in not only a lot of physical illness for them, but the hoarding itself. So when they start taking, they start working like Western medicine, the outside in, they start clearing the hoard, they're forced to deal with the emotional issues. And that's why they have the crazy outbursts and they're melting down because there is a correlation between the physical, mental, and emotional bodies. They're all connected. So if you work on the physical body, it's going to have a ripple effect on the other bodies. And if you work on the emotional, mental bodies from the inside on an energetic level, it will have a ripple effect on the physical body. I have personally found that the healing from the inside out is more effective. There are certain cases, obviously, you need to go to the doctor and there are certain things you can't do for yourself. There are limits to it, and it's just important to know what's what. So the point with the hoarders is that really they really should be working on the inside out. The problem is they just wait till it's too late. They're about to get evicted or lose their house, so they really don't take the time to do the inside work. But really, you can tell that that same mentality in a clean house is just probably going to mess it up again because the inside and the emotions are not healed. And I think that that makes sense. And I think it's something that everybody can see on a very basic level to understand how this works. So the issues in the energetic bodies are what's usually referred to in this industry as emotional density or unresolved trauma. And I break that down into two basic categories. The first category is violent trauma, where you are unable to stay present with what's happening. And with some of the very common violent traumas, it's just not available to us to stay present with them. We kind of escape in that moment. And then it gets, it makes an imprint on us and it stays there until it is faced again. The other one are lies that the subconscious assumes over our situation. I'm going to use the example of a child who has a parent who's gone or who has left. Very, very common. Or are children who were adopted who didn't have parents. When a child tries to figure out what's going on in there, you're dealing with a young and undeveloped mind that doesn't really understand how things work. So the assumptions the subconscious makes when a child has a parent that leaves is that they're not lovable, they're not worth staying around for, and that they must be less than others or worthless or not lovable. Very common. This You probably either have it yourself or you know somebody who's gone through this. And this is something that later in life we need to learn to heal these wounds so that we can be lovable and that we don't sabotage happiness and love and we learn to love ourselves. That's a big topic in therapy, I'm sure, because it gets in the way of relationships, as you probably know, being happy and healthy as, as well as the relationships we have with ourselves. Being on the path that I'm on, I've spent the last at least 15 years focusing on and healing a lot of the things that were 
in my energy bodies to heal. And I have to tell you that I've successfully cured things that do not have a Western medical cure, including depression, panic attacks, chronic bladder infections, and a large part of my carpal tunnel, though I do still need to be careful with that. A lot of people feel that they're just sick because they're sick and they embrace it and they're just sick. And some people, it is their path to be sick and that's an evolutionary tool. But if we start to learn to look deeper and we realize that this is a component of it, it's going to change our health forever. Now, of course, food is a real thing. Food and diet is a real thing. It's to maintaining health. But this is a whole breakthrough. Now, this is obviously not just my idea, my theory. This has been around forever. But for some reason, Western society just doesn't see it yet. So I'm really looking forward to the day that we can merge both sciences and techniques because I feel like we're going to see some incredible breakthroughs in medicine. I had experienced depression since the age 13, and I would experience it for weeks at a time on and off my whole life. Sometimes it would be triggered by events and sometimes it would just be there. And it was when I learned that the depression was actually this trauma trying to tell its story. And the more I allowed it to tell its story, the more it left my body and my body got healthy on its own. So the only time now that I feel depression would just be waves that lasted no more than, no more than an hour or two. And I know that when I feel waves of what a depression feels like is that there's a little something inside of me wanting to tell its story. Now, unfortunately, what tends to happen when our energy wants to tell its story and we're getting waves of pain and depression and anxiety is we try to not feel it and we try to bury it in some sort of other addiction, numb the pain. And then that's a whole other snowball of problems, as you well know. So This is a science where you do need to get comfortable with embracing the pain. I usually do that for my clients as I feel it. I do it as an empathic healer. I can see and I can feel and I can move the energy for them because I'm not, I'm not emotionally affected by it. I'll feel a little bad, but I love it. I love every minute of it because I know where we're going with it and it's really exciting. So one of the keys to freedom here in the world is to face your dark little corners and to be empowered by that experience, and to be free from how it's holding you back in your relationships and your finances and your health and everything. So I'm excited to bring this to you. I want to put a positive spin on it because it's a really beautiful and positive thing. Let's get ready to meditate. You're going to start in a seated position. Take some nice deep breaths. Feel the, the response of your breath on your body. Bring your energy, bring your focus to the center of your chest. Continue to breathe, feel your fingertips, feel the bottom of your feet. Notice if your mind wants to wander you back out to the plans of the day, you bring it back. There's nothing to be afraid of. Feel yourself go deeper into a centered state. We're going to set a deep intention that your soul shows you if you have any unresolved pain or trauma that's ready to go. 
that's one important thing is it needs to be ready to go or you can't let it go. I'm asking now that all unresolved trauma and emotional pain and any lies that were formed in the subconscious mind that are misrepresenting of you to make themselves known by simply giving you a sensation. So the sensation is a little bit of a heaviness or a slight pain. Very slight, this shouldn't be real painful for you. Where in your body are you being drawn to? It really could be anywhere. Once a part of your body is calling to you with a slight heaviness or sensation, you're going to bring your energetic focus to that place and relax into it. And you're going to speak to it with your mind as if it has its own consciousness, because I find that they do. And you're going to say, what do you have to say? Or what are you holding that I can help you to let go of? Try and imagine it in your mind's eye. Try to feel it. Try to be nurturing, more like a mother to a child with this thing. It's important not to be afraid of it because you're afraid of what it represents. And you're going to, you might see it as a, as a, I see it as gray little chunks of energy. So you might not see it that way, but that's what I do. Sometimes it has little eyes and it's looking at me. So what I do is I open it up. I don't yank it out of there. I just ask it to share its story and I connect to it fully with my emotions and my feelings and I allow myself to empath what's in that space. And I breathe and I let the sadness flow through me, the anger flow through me, the fear flow through me and I see it open up and breathe the light of consciousness for the first time in a long time. This little pocket of energy that was obstructing the natural flow of prana that keeps your body healthy. As you give your attention to this, you're, you might feel heat, you might feel shivers, you might start feeling it move so the pain or sensation gets less and less and less, and that's healing on a cellular level. That's the whole thing. Once you feel that that particular place is gone, is there anything else calling you? Is there anything else that wants your attention? A lot of you are going to go right into the center of your heart, especially because of the shift that's happening in the planet right now. So don't be afraid of the heaviness. Just start a conversation with it. What does it have to say? What does it have to share with you? You might see a story play out. You might feel something. You might know something deeper. Either way, you're going to open it up and let it breathe the light of consciousness and just watch it, just love it as it unravels and lets go of you. And as you become more and more clear, it will affect your life and it will reflect even more importantly how you see your life because life is all about perception. With a clear perception, life is great, even no matter what it, what's going on. There are certain things that it's hard to do, I understand. But your perspective on life will shift in the most amazing way, and grace will always, grace will be more apparent. 
I want you to go back to this exercise. If you start to feel pains, anxiety, depression, or the, just a pull to go back inside. I'm also going to set a deep intention that you do know when you need to go to the doctor because that's when Western medical can help you and that you do know the difference. Sometimes it's just an internal shift away. Take another nice deep breath. Come back to the physical body. Come back to your room. Come back to your life. Take a nice deep breath and feel the difference. Feel the peace. I'm going to end the meditation now and I'm going to make the point of, it's also important not to look for these things. Don't go looking for stuff because then it does turn into a perpetual clearing. This You only do this exercise when something's calling you to give to give it your attention. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, there's a Patreon button here on the site, along with incentives for subscribers. Please share this with anyone you feel may enjoy this. If you have any ideas for future podcasts, please shoot me an email at freetobeauthentic at gmail.com. If you would like to book a private session, please go to freetobeauthentic.com. There's a new client special button that will save you 25% on your first session. I'll see you next time.